everybody. This is Sophie. This is Big Mama. Hey, it's Melanie. It's Big Mama. So what's going on, Big Mama? Um, well, I'm, you know, I've, I've been in a state of mourning over the last, <laughs> what is it now? I guess 24 hours. Yeah, sure. it was 24 hours that we kicked off against Alabama. Um, I've been, I've, it's, I've had better times as an Aggie football fan. I'm going to be honest. Well, here's what, here's what I'm going to say. We're just going to jump right in with the football. Okay. Um, I, I thought, is there some sort of file on your end of things? What do you mean? I hear like something like sandpaper. Is that, is that, is that, there's something like sandpaper going on? No. Okay. No. <laughs> that didn't really have anything to do with football. I just, I felt like I needed to go ahead and clear that up in case we had something we needed to rectify. No, not that I'm aware of. Okay. Um, so I did not, I would not have guessed that y'all would not score. I, that would have, that was, that was surprising to me. Nor would have I. <laughs> yeah. Cause <laughs> you know, I was very optimistic for y'all beforehand. I too. What did I tell you? I texted Sophie last night and I said, I'm so glad we didn't podcast before the game because mm-hmm. it would have been me at my most optimistic self. Feeling that <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. We were going to come off of our two game losing streak to the Mississippi schools who are just very good. And that I felt like we really had a shot against Alabama, which clearly shows that my optimism knows no bounds, or at least it did until 20 <laughs> hours ago. Well, I think it, it just shows that you're loyal. Like you're just, you're for your team. You believe in your team. You're not you're not giving up, you know, quickly well, on your team. Well, mm-hmm. that was true as of yesterday. I feel like now I I have given up on my team. I oh <laughs> no, you really I, haven't. Though. You have no, I have. <laughs> I have. I have. And and I don't. I love them. Listen, I I love the Aggies. I'm just I'm gonna do things like watch like our soccer team because they're good. Our women's soccer team. And it's not that, but I'm just you know this as a Mississippi State fan. And y'all are on top of the world right now. But you hit these low lows yeah. and mm-hmm. they just, they tend to suck the life out of you. Mm-hmm. And you just have to know when for your mental well-being, you have to take a step back and go, you sure. know what, we'll get them next year. But yeah. this year, I think I don't need to invest any more emotional energy into this right now. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you just have to know when it's time for you to disengage and back off yes. and find another hobby. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it really worked out yesterday because I had been worried because Caroline had a soccer game at four. The kickoff was at two thirty, and we have to be at her games like 45 minutes in advance. And the game was kind of far away. So I knew I wasn't really going to get to watch much of the game on TV. Um, and as it turns out, that was the Lord's favor. <laughs> yes. That, that mm-hmm. was him looking, looking out for me. Mm-hmm. That was his provision for you in a dark time. It was, but I didn't, I didn't have to see it. I came home, I deleted it off my DVR and now it's as if it never even happened. So mm-hmm. now if you see me somewhere, I may say, what is this game of American football <laughs> that you speak? I'm, I'm, just... I'm unfamiliar with its history and its traditions. <laughs> yes, that's it. That's it. I, I know not of what you speak mm-hmm. when you say to me, touchdowns and first downs. Sure. Uh, do you have a particular team that you like to root for? <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's it. So. I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm stepping back. I'm, I'm super excited about the Mississippi State Bulldogs. Thank I'm, you, thank I'm you. Super excited for y'all. Well, we were leaving Chewy's today and had not even gotten out of the doors. And Alex said, "Mama, check the polls," because he was, <laughs> he was worried that Florida State was going to, you know, jump up to number one since they kind of won big last night. But yeah, yeah, for another week. Listen, if if nothing else, I can say, for two weeks of my life, of my whole life. 
the Mississippi State Bulldogs were the number one team in the nation. And yeah. and so that that's a win. No matter how, how it goes from here, that's a win. Absolutely. It's a huge accomplishment. It's a huge accomplishment. So, and I noticed y'all even, supposedly, I think y'all even got more number one votes. Oh, we did. I know. So I think everybody is really, everybody has bought in. Well, I think you'll understand this, but I mean, last weekend I was talking to some friends and we're all very uncomfortable with the amount of attention we're getting in the media. Yeah. Because... You know, we, we we seem to thrive as an underdog, as a, you know, mm-hmm. a surprise team. Like, I, it's not, I, that's why I'm nervous about this Kentucky game, just because I think you just go in, suddenly the target on your back is so big when you go in somewhere. But, yeah. But yeah. we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Yeah. And you enjoy it while it lasts. It's mm-hmm. just, it's good. I mean, I think it's a good place. And I appreciate that because I will say after two years of a lot of media attention and having a great quarterback and all that stuff, I mean, now I'm like that. I'm like the bitter person who's like, well, <laughs> wait and see how your marriage is going to turn out. <laughs> That's who I've become. Did I tell you about a couple of weeks ago when we were with this, with, um, with our friend Josh, who has moved here from Florida and we were talking about relationships at lunch. Did I tell you that? Mm-mm. And and so we were talking about about relationships and about dating and about marriage and all that kind of stuff. And we were talking about faith and how that all kind of fits in. And and so I was kind of as I tend to do now, you know, I I tend to offer my unsolicited advice a lot. I feel like yeah. ever since I I turned forty, I just mm-hmm. I have a lot of things I a lot of things I need to pass on. Yeah. yeah, for sure. So we were sitting there and we were talking, but I was trying not to. Um, I, I was trying not to be so authoritative that it was bordering on any kind of self-righteousness or know-it-allness yes. or whatever. You know, I was trying to rein myself in. And so I was really impassioned about just how important the faith component is and how you got to have that part figured out and you got to both be dialed in the same place on that. And, um, and then I kind of caught myself and I looked over at David and I said, now don't get me wrong. I said, this whole thing could go south at any minute. <laughs> <laughs> And he kind of looked at me and he was like, well, thanks for that. So I'm here to tell you, I will never live it down. Like I can say, um, do you want stroganoff for supper or do you want fried chicken? Well, I better take stroganoff since this whole thing goes south any minute. Maybe my last chance. I mean, like, (laughs) oh God, but that's to me, that is, I, I feel like. We have now lived long enough to know that just about the time, you don't want to be that parent saying, well, my child is really doing uh, very well, yes. and blah, blah, blah. Because that's when the principal is going to call you and say, we have right. a situation here that you need to come see about. <laughs> that's exactly right. I feel like <clears throat> as soon as you start to feel like, just as soon as you feel like you're on the steady upswing in marriage, something is going to happen. I'm not saying it's going to be traumatic. I'm just saying something's going to happen to remind you. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. you are two very human flawed people trying trying to figure this thing out. It's so. you know, Gully and I have always said that if one of us calls the other one and is bragging about our husbands, or is just like, I mean, we just had the best night. I mean, we went out to dinner, and I mean, I just mm-hmm. feel like we've never felt closer. I don't know that I've ever loved it more that within twenty four hours, one of us is going to call the other one and be like, "Well, I'm going to go look for apartments because I might have to move out." Yeah. yeah, I've never been madder at him. Uh-huh. I mean, it's all going to go south so fast. See, you have Thank the high highs in the low. Thank you. Low. I was not being pessimistic when I said it could all go south at any minute. I was just saying like experiences it has taught me 
But just about the time I start to think, it's, I, you know, it's all figured out. I've got it all, you know, got all the solutions in my head. What I find out is, no, no, I do not. And no, I never will. Yes. And the thing about the faith component is, yes, it is so important because that's what you need. Because ultimately, your marriage is not any better than anybody else's. Mm-mm. It's it's your faith and believing that God is going to give you the strength to get through whatever it is you need to yes, get through. that he is refining and sanctifying you. Yes. Yes, that he's using this to build my character. Through your sweet husband. And, That's it. And sanctifying your sweet husband through you. I mean, you know, it's, yes. it's a two-way street. So That's it. Anyway, That's it could it. all go south at any moment. So It could all go south at any moment. Well, that's true for marriage. It's obviously true for college football. <laughs> well, so, y'all, you never know. Lesson. Okay, so, so you've been on the message boards. Does yeah. anybody have yeah. wisdom or insight mm-hmm. about it? Well, that you can repeat. (laughs) Well, yeah, I think we're starting to get to that point. I think, you know, I think the first, you know how that is after a loss like that, the first 24 hours have been, it is all for naught. You know, life is nothing but a meaningless twisting in the wind. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So we need to fire all our coaches. We need to burn down our new stadium. We need to get rid of the barber shop in our locker room. There's a lot of that. Mm -hmm. I, I do think, I think, Here's, here's my, my big thing, and I'm not going to bore everybody with it all, but I think we, we, it is not due to lack of talent that we right. lost to Alabama 59 to nothing. And I think that's the disturbing thing that everybody sees is there's a bigger problem somewhere mm-hmm. within mm-hmm. the program, whether it's a coaching problem or whether it's a player problem, there's, there's something. So hmm. that that is going on. And I think that becomes almost harder because if you could just say, you know what, our team just is terrible and we have no talent, right. then you can go get talent. I think to fix a mental problem or whatever's going on is, is a bigger problem. And I and I feel like everybody's speculating on what that is and people have heard this and somebody's uncle's cousin's third <laughs> husband's wife's heard that blah blah, you know. So I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. So. Well, you know, the, the, like when <clears throat> during the Sylvester Cream era at State, which, you know, I love to catch cream. Yes. But, you know, we struggled like crazy. And he always said just talent-wise, we were not on par with other people in the league. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. That, and that was, it was an easier pill to swallow because you're just like, well, I mean, what you going to do? <laughs> you only, yeah. You can, yeah. Only, you can only do so much. Yeah. But, but I think you look at programs like a Kansas State with Bill Snyder or even a Mississippi State. And mm-hmm. you go, you know what? Y'all aren't winning because y'all have had all these top recruiting classes y'all are winning because you've got guys out there who are wanting to work hard and play hard and and I feel like the team that I saw yesterday my problem is I think we could put a classified ad in the student newspaper saying I'm looking for some boys who want to play Aggie football and we might be able to field a more passionate team than Mm. what we fielded and I think that is the problem right now Mm. but I don't know but I don't here's what I do know I still believe in coach someone yes I do believe in, I don't know that I believe in his assistance, but I do believe in coach someone. That's, okay. that's my thought right now. Okay. Well, so that's enough. Glad I we settled that. Cares. Yeah. Hey, so there's, anyway. some, there's something real scratchy going on. Do you hear it? Is it my throat? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. It sounds like, it sounds like something's scratching on, 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 on like something's moving. I don't know. I'm no, sitting- I just heard it. Is it that? Yes, yes. Well, good night. That's the, my back on the back of this chair. While I'm, sitting. <laughs> I'm sitting in a leather chair. You've got a, listen, you've got a microphone that is just all manner of sensitive. It is. Yeah, that's exactly I'll, what it was. Okay, I'll try not to move. I was getting <laughs> excited. I'm just now I'm going to sit here really still. 
That's Isn't that funny? Was. I thought I know. I, I thought maybe it was I thought maybe it was like fabric or I don't know. I don't know what it was, but it was some oh. weird scratchy thing. I'm sitting in this leather chair in our bedroom and I just kind of moved my back. But I mean I'm wearing a t shirt. You wouldn't think oh, it would listen, I'm telling you, it's just we've got we've got a hot mic. <laughs> we've got a hot mic. <laughs> it is. It's a hot mic. Oh, okay. So what have y'all been? What's going on over there? Um, not much. The, as you know, David went on a hiking trip this past weekend. And so, yes. so he, he met us at lunch today and he said, so what'd y'all do this weekend? And Alex said, um, pretty much nothing. Uh, <laughs> Cause you know me, I am not one of those mamas who feels like I have to create special moments. Mm-hmm, so yeah. I'm one of those mamas who feels like that. Oh, sometimes a weekend in pajamas does everybody a world of good. Amen. So we did like, I went Thursday night and well, you know this, but I went Thursday night and I got, I got hot dogs. I got frozen pizzas for Alex. Cause that's kind of a treat for him to get to eat that. Cause you yeah. know, I like to cook meals and mm-hmm. um, all Love manner that. of cheese and crackers for me and came home. And then so Friday when we got home, I took a shower, put on my pajamas, and that is exactly where I stayed all day yesterday. Uh I was working on some stuff, but I was working on it here. And so, um, we just had the nicest, most quiet Saturday. I I can't, I don't even know when we've had one like that in Mm. forever. And so, it was delightful. Yeah. Sometimes you need that. You just need those weekends of nothing. Because I feel like the school year gets so, well, and I know like with Alex playing football this Mm -hmm. year, and that's how we are, is it's like you just get so busy during the week. Well, I know. And, you know, I was at like Thursday night when I I ran to the store while he was at practice. And then by the time you get home and, you know, he takes a shower and you eat supper and all that kind of stuff, it's just, it's a, it's, it's nine o'clock. Yeah. Anyway, so I, I, I really, I don't think I had recovered from the state Auburn game last weekend. It's like I went there tired and I came yes. back more tired and I just never really caught up. And so, um, so today, this morning I was sitting in church. I thought, I believe I feel rested. I think I oh, finally good. feel rested. Okay. That's so. good. That's good. I know we kind of, it was nice because I looked and I mean, we didn't really have anything this weekend either. We had soccer at four yesterday, but that still let us have our Saturday morning mm-hmm. and we were able to sleep in and cook breakfast and all that kind of stuff. So it was nice. And then, and next weekend's kind of the same. And I thought, oh, I really like having two weekends in a row where we don't have a calendar full of stuff. It's good. I mean, yeah. and, and football's almost over for us, but um, and it, that'll be a little sad because we have enjoyed it, but it's just by the same token, like the thought of wide open weekends here headed into the holidays is not such a bad thing to me. No, I think it's nice. I know. I thought we we are almost finished with fall soccer, but we started basketball on Friday. And so because that transitions, which is earlier than we normally start basketball. So I don't know that we're going to have a huge break, but that's okay because going to watch a game on a weekend is doesn't feel busy to me you know it's all the other stuff it's all the other stuff that gets in there so well we had told Alex a a couple of months ago that once football was over that his winter sport was going to be training hazel like Mm. that we're going to do some obedience training and that kind of stuff and so anyway so we're going to get going on that once football's over and then we'll we'll address the spring when the spring gets here but okay now will y'all go like to like a real like pet training thing or will y'all just teach him to work with her (laughs) oh no we will we will We'll be going to our vet. Okay. I have some classes okay. and stuff. And so we're going to do that up there. Okay. okay. You know, we took Hazel, as you know, we took Hazel to like an, a, kind of an intensive boarding thing over the summer. Yes. While we were in California. And she was a bit of a challenge for them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She was a little bit of a challenge. Um, in that for two days, she would not leave the office. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so. She's a little, co- she's a little codependent. She's a little codependent. And so, um, 
anyway, because it really was like this weekend, she was so happy. It was Alex and me. She was snuggled up next to one of us all the time. David got home today and she tore up a pillow. Uh, and, it, and I think <laughs> it's because like, hey, she just, she feels he is a playmate to her and she just feels things more. I don't know what it is more mm-hmm. deeply when he's around. And yeah. So, so we got to figure that out. But um, anyway, so we're going to do that. And then, um, and then, you know, it'll be Christmas. So yeah. there you have it. God, it's crazy, isn't it? It's mm-hmm. like, how did we already get to this point? I know. We've got, you know, Mabel, we had to take her back to the vet this week because she, we had gotten her spayed like two weeks ago. And I noticed that she seemed to have a little swelling around her incision. Mm-hmm. And so we took her in to have it checked. But, you know, she is so codependent. And her sister Piper is not like that at all, but mm-hmm. Mabel really is. And, I mean, she shook like a leaf. Mm-hmm. I mean, like got up on my lap, 40-pound lap dog at the vet and, like, was just shaking. I think she was so worried we were going to leave her there, you know, because the last time she had to spend the night there because she had had her surgery. And so bless her heart. She has a lot of, she has a lot of emotional baggage. I feel <laughs> plus, like plus if we put, we put Mabel and Hazel together. I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't know what would happen either. They would uh, become fast friends yes. and, and enable each other for the rest of their days. Or mm-hmm. I don't know what, I don't know what. Yeah, yeah, or they would hate each other because they mm-hmm. would both. I don't know. Mabel, Mabel is a complex, but I like a quirky dog. I've discovered because Piper is just a good dog. Like Piper, Perry is so thrilled with Piper because she's just a good dog. Like mm-hmm. she's she's a dog in every sense of the word. But I have realized I have more of an affinity for kind of a weird <laughs> dog. <laughs> yeah. It's like I feel for her, yeah, you know? Like, just a little weird. I know. Yeah, that's I'll, me and Hazel. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh, bless her heart. Everything is just such a, everything is tough for her. She just, mm-hmm. no, there she is. Hey, Hayes. Um, she's just got, oh, there she is. She's just yeah. got some issues. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. As, okay. As you can hear. Mm-hmm. I mean, some of us just are a little needier than others of us. And that's okay. That's mm-hmm. what makes the world go around. That's right. So that's about all I can, that's going on here that I can think of. Now I did, I texted you and told you I've been on the hunt for some cords. Yes. And how did, did you try those on today? I did. And you know, I like a boot cut cord. I'm, 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 I know that you had suggested the gap boyfriend cords, mm-hmm. but I like, I like a boot cut. Yes. And, um, I did, I went to Nordstrom Rack and they had those not your daughter's jeans, which I like cause they, yes. I like a little bit more of a classic rise and, mm-hmm. um, or just a, a, not a low rise situation. Yeah, yeah. And so they did, they had them in um, some pretty cut. They had black and they had a dark brown and they had a kind of a camel colored. Oh, pretty. I love a camel color. Mm-hmm. And so I got the camel colored mm-hmm. um, and I got the black just because I needed a pair of black pants, but we'll see if I regret it or not. Cause you know, everything will show up on those pants. That's true. That's mm-hmm. true. Yeah, that's true. Black corduroy is an unforgiving. It's an unforgiving fabric, but mm-hmm. um, but it took me back to some to, to a <clears throat> wide cord I had I think in high school mm. um, that were pleated and um, and kind of a peg leg cord. They were really really good looking, and um, I had not thought about them in years. But I think that was the last time I had black cords. Okay, yeah, I don't know that I've ever had. I'm trying to think black cords. I've had like black jeans. I've had black pants. I don't know that I've ever had black cords. Mm-hmm. So these know. are these are super. I mean, they, they're they're so black. Do you, I believe we've talked several times about back in the '90s, those almost velvety jeans they had at Ann Taylor back then. Oh yes, <laughs> the velour jeans. I love the velour. Oh, jeans. I love the velour I jeans. I love the velour <laughs> jeans. They were. 
Oh, they were something else. Uh And so um, they almost, like from a distance, I was like, oh, hark. Is it a velour jean? But it was not. It was just, it was a cord. Okay. Those will look good, though. I think those will look good with stuff. Because I bet they can be pretty dressy if you need them. Yeah. And I think they'll be cute with boots. Um, Mm -hmm. I just have, I really like Nordstrom Rack. I think I've, I like one because there's not really anything in there that's more than $40. Yeah. Or like today they had some cashmere sweaters, but I don't, I don't need a cashmere sweater. You know, that, uh, that was kind of a bit pricey. Yeah. Um, they have good, they have good shoes, good boots. Um, and even if they're a little more than $40, it's a good brand. I don't just, and they have, their, but their stuff is basic. That's why I like it. It's not, not a lot of tricky stuff, but it's a lot mm-hmm. of browns, blacks, grays, you know, like there's whites, creams. I don't know. They just have, Mm-hmm. I have just basic stuff. So, like, mm-hmm. if you need cords or whatever. So, I had right, a good time in there today. Oh, good. Yeah, I like a Nordstrom rack. You know, the one here closest to my house, I feel like, is not the better one. There's one okay. further out that I feel like is always better stocked than the one here close to the house. But I think it's a good place to go find a go-to, especially, like you're saying, like, just a big, like, a white tunic T-shirt kind of mm-hmm. thing or a black yep. something. Yep, it's it's good for that kind of stuff. So, I have been on the search a little bit. I've been looking for, it has dawned on me, I don't really have any dresses anymore. Oh, I hadn't had a, besides a maxi dress, I hadn't had one in forever, I don't think. Well, that's it. And I don't, and I've pretty much given away all my dresses over the years because most of the ones I did have were like these Ann Taylor dresses I had bought when I was working. And I don't, you know, they were all, I just wasn't going to wear them anymore. And so I've slowly gotten rid of all my dresses, but I've kind of dawned on me like every now and then you need a dress. Not very often, but like I'm speaking at this Kyo luncheon thing, and I feel like I need to wear a dress to that. So, what have you found? Well, I haven't found anything. That's um, <laughs> it's, it's hard to find a dress. I mean, now I realize why I don't have more dresses is because it's it's hard to find a dress. I agree. You know, I went on that. I was on that kick back in the summer where I really wanted a dress. Yes. And it was hard to find something, and then mm-hmm. I, then I then you feel like, well, especially in the winter, like, what do I need to wear with it? And yeah, I, I don't yeah. know. I know. It's, I, I have not had a whole lot of luck. I have ordered two things online, one from Piper Lime and one from Banana Republic, and, but they haven't come in yet. So okay. we'll see. Because what I really am wanting, I don't want a print dress because I just, I'll wear it one time and I know I won't ever want to wear it again. Like mm-hmm. I really am just mm-hmm. wanting like a good basic dress. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. So I've ordered two different ones and we'll see if either one of them works. But, um, but it just dawned on me because I'm like, I don't really have, I mean, I never have to get dressed up anymore because I don't have to wear a dress to church mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. you can wear jeans or pants or whatever. Right. And then even speaking things like at church, you know, if it's at churches or whatever, most things are pretty casual. So you think a good pair of jeans and a dressy top and that's all you need. Well, I know I kind of gave up on my quest for a dress. <clears throat> well, I may be about to, but I don't know what my option would be, you know, because I'm like, what is a dressy? Because I feel like for things like that luncheon, I know women will be dressed up or a little more dressed up because it's like a ladies who lunch kind of thing. But I'm not a lady who lunches. So right. I don't I, have dresses. Yeah. And I had to, I had to speak at something kind of like that. <laughs> A couple of weeks ago, and I went with like a kind of a flowy, a flowy pair of pants and kind of a dressier chiffon kind of top. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I felt dressy for me, but I was, but a lot of people there had dresses on. Like I, yeah. I was not prepared for how many people had dresses on. Yeah. And that's, and I kind of think, but then when I go somewhere like that and I see women with a lot of dresses, I'm like, well, where did they find those dresses? <laughs> that's really cute. They went to Talbot's. Yes. 
I mean, so really. I not in the dress, no. I'm not in the dress, no. Because I don't. I think a dress almost requires department store shopping, and I have yes. so gotten away from department store shopping. Well, I'm here to tell you, our belk, you know, I left my belk at the, um, at the summit. Mm-hmm. And the, our belk has a huge dress department. I mean, mm-hmm. like gigantor dress department and so if i need a dress usually that's where i'll go to look i just i I have a hard time i can't commit yeah yeah i know and that's and i like right now i have either my boots so i have to find something that either is going to look good with my boots or i have one pair of like black heels like Mm. and so if it doesn't go with that because i'm not interested in having to get a dress and a pair of shoes (laughs) yes and so it needs to go with my existing shoe wardrobe Mm -hmm. i got you so, anyway. Well, if, if what people are doing here is any indication, you just put on your little booties with anything and just go. Well, I I know. But I the booties, to me, look a little... Some I think you have to be careful. I think it can look a little hoofish. I know. I know. But I'm telling you, that's that's what that's what we're seeing. That's what I we're know. seeing. I, I noticed this morning in church that there were, there were a, a lot of, of, of booties. And they mm-hmm. look so cute. I think it's a little bit of a younger look, too, though. I agree. I think you can pull it off a little bit when you're more when you're in your twenties. I agree. Than you can well, in your forties. And my problem with the booties too is I feel like, especially if I'm wearing a dress that comes above my knee, I have really skinny, shapeless calves. Okay. Like, okay. So if I go from like where all you see is my knee, and then you get to my my skinny little calves, <laughs> and then you have those big old <laughs> booties on the bottom, it does, it's not a good look. Uh-huh. And see, my problem is the opposite because I have these big old honking calves. <laughs> and so mine, and you remember this, I've mentioned this in the book, then mine, the bottom of my legs look like exclamation points. <laughs> like, it looks like, it looks like I'm walking around on a couple of exclamation points, like wide exclamation points. So I feel all disproportionate. I feel like a, like a weeble wobble. So I, I, I can't, I can't do it. <coughs> Yeah, it's, see, there's, it's just a, but I do think it's a younger look. I do too, so, but it's cute. It's, it's real cute. They're real yeah. cute. And I think the booties are so cute with skinny jeans, with like the ankle length skinny mm-hmm. jeans. There was a lot of that this morning. Obviously, I was in a very spiritual place during communion as I analyzed <laughs> what people were wearing as they what walked people, past me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's people. And I do have a pair of booties that have a heel that I wear like with my skinny jeans. And that I'm okay with. It's just, I, I can't imagine putting them on with a skirt. I know people do it, mm-hmm. but it feels weird to me. I got you. It's okay. So, but there again, that goes back to I don't wear many skirts or dresses. Like in the summer, I wear skirts like summery skirts with flip flops. But in the winter, I don't. I mean, I don't have any. I have no skirts. Um, hey, I don't think your I don't think your t shirt chair combination. I don't think I don't think it's happy. Oh, is it not working? No, no it's just it's loud. Golly, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I just I felt like it was better to tell you. Okay. Well, thank you. Okay. You're welcome. I'm, I'm going to be, I'm, I sat up straighter, and so we'll see if that okay. works. It sounds like, it sounds like, does that make noise? Yeah, yeah. It sounds like that, except it's, it, but it's more like sandpaper. It's the weirdest thing. Okay, that's very strange. Well, I think part of it is, is I'm wearing Caroline's headphones, like her real headphones, mm-hmm. and so I can't hear anything. <laughs> I can't hear the sound of my own voice. I can't hear anything, Martha. That's what <laughs> Sissy would always do. I can't hear, Martha. That's me. I can't hear anything, so I have no idea. So, but I'm going to try to sit more still now. I'm going to really be good about it. <laughs> hey, well, what else? What else do we have? Anything else going on that we can think of? <clears throat> um, um, we both finished books. 
Yes, hallelujah. Lord, have mercy. Yeah, it just about killed me. Um, somebody said, well, I don't remember what somebody said. Oh, somebody was like, so what's your next one going to be about? And I thought, you know, I don't really know that there's going to be a next one. Yeah, I just, there will be. Well, I don't know what it's going to be about because right now I feel like I've used all the words I possibly had in my head. So, but yours is like done, done. Like I'm still waiting to get, I'll get edits back and all that. So you're really done. Well, I, I, listen, I may have burned up all my goodwill at Tyndale with my, with my galley edits because I told you I had a lot of changes, but, but I, I feel, I feel better about it having, oh, see, there's mama. It just, that was, sorry. Um, but I feel better about it having given it another pass okay which i say better you know that that means i have a small degree i guess a a slightly smaller degree of angst about it than i did before but anyway i know but it's so good you i know you don't you know (laughs) no i don't i do not i do not feel that no i appreciate it but it's so good. It's so good. But you just don't feel like, I mean, I told you, it's like, even when the editors come back and they're like, this was so great. I'm like, really? Like, that's kind of, I'm like, eh, okay. I mean, I just, you don't really, it's hard to read your own stuff. Yes, it is. So, and that's really why I try not to even, I just try not to really read mine over it. Cause I'll <laughs> hate it so much that uh-huh. it's just better if I don't read it. Because then I'll feel better about it. Even though I'm kind of <laughs> blindly just putting it out there. Right. It's sort of. It's, it's, it's sort of its own form of denial. It's, yeah. it's kind of like, well, and you know, this one, I, um, <clears throat> I don't know. I, I, I felt like the first one I was really, I, maybe it's because it was other people's stories. I, I, was, mm-hmm. I felt a real sort of kinship with those stories and these yes. stories I don't really so much. Yeah. So just cause they're mine. And so anyway. It's harder. I think it's harder when you're telling stuff about yourself because Uh it's a little more, more vulnerable and you're putting yourself out there. And yeah, that's, but like I said, that's why I don't read. That's why when people like ever email me and they're like, I love what you said about da, 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 da. I think, oh, that's good. I don't remember writing that (laughs) because I've only really read it like the time that I, that I wrote it. And Mm -hmm. then if I do an audio book and then that's it. Other than that, I have not read it. So when people tell me that sometimes I have to go back and go, oh, well, look at that. I did say that. I well, don't <laughs> this was, um, this was the first time that I had read this one, like all the way through. Cause I did edits differently this last time. So I edited like the first third and then the second third, but this was the first time I'd been all the way through it, but you know, I'm a compulsive over editor. And so yeah. like I could edit, I could edit that thing for four uh-huh. years and still uh-huh. like, so anyway, but I've let it go. It's, it's okay. gone and done, but I am excited that it's, that it's, that it's bigger like that. I don't even know if I told you that when I got the advanced reader copies and like, it's, I mean, it's, it's almost twice the size of the first one. Like it's wow. bigger, but wow. it's, but it's cause I couldn't shut up. So yeah, well, you had a lot to say. You no, lot- I really didn't. I was just trying to get myself out of a hole more than anything. But anyway, I know mine this time was, I mean, I haven't seen it, so I don't know, but it, I mean, I know it ended up being more words than my other two. It ended up being more words because I did laugh because somebody at Tyndale said, you and Sophie both got a hold of your word count this time. Because like, <laughs> I think our first ones, it was hard because we were so used to writing everything in a concise blog post. Yes. All of a sudden you're like, oh, I don't have to tell this story in a thousand words or less. I can, I can, yeah, can I can elaborate a little bit. Yes. But that's a good feeling that that's done. Oh yeah. It feels, I mean, I feel like it was, it's that thing of, cause it hangs over you. Like even when you're not working on it, you're always thinking about it. So to have the freedom, I felt a little bit like a kid on summer vacation, not having to worry about it. 
It's delightful. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And then I got all caught up on Homeland. That was my first order of business. Well, and I have got, I have, you know, I have not watched any of this season. Uh-huh. So I did, um, I did get caught up on Scandal last night. Yes. It turned a corner, didn't it? It turned a corner. It need, I'm going to tell you what it needed to turn a corner. Because uh-huh. it got back to doing, and this is what I don't want it to lose. What it does best is, is the way it weaves a story around to where you realize because I was glad they brought it back around to his son and that secret service guy and mm-hmm. all that stuff, because it felt like, are we just leaving all that hanging out there? But then when it brings the story back around, it does its best. It's, it's at its best when it's solving a scandal. Yes, exactly. When there's some big core mystery that it's, it's after. Yes. But I have not watched, I have not watched a single new show. I don't think this, this season. I, have I haven't not, either. I haven't watched a single new show. And I am behind on everything. Like, I still haven't watched Parenthood from last season. I think I'm just, I just need some time to catch up on my TV. Yes, I know. You do need some time. Parenthood has been, you know, there's only like 12 episodes this season, and it's the end. That's what I saw the other day, that it's been canceled. Yeah, it's, it's the end, which it's probably about, as I'm watching it this season, as much as I love it and I love the Braverman family, I kind of feel like we've done all these Mm storylines. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like it's time for it to come to an end because, I mean, how many more things? I mean, Adam and Christina, I mean, they've had cancer. They've opened a school. She's run for mayor. They have a son with Asperger's. It just feels like we've, we've done a lot there, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. I think maybe it's time. Mm -hmm. So. Um, but it's been good this season. I mean, I, I like it, but, I, you know, but I did not. I also, I had a lot of goals. I thought I was going to watch A to Z, and I thought I was going to watch a lot of shows, and I just, I haven't. I haven't either. Now, I have watched <clears throat> the better half SEC Coaches Wives. Oh, listen, that, <laughs> oh, that's the best uh, thing on TV. I, like, I'm so sad there were only three. They're, they need They need to do that every week. I agree. I agree. I want to see that. I want to see more of that because that to me was the most compelling thing I've seen on TV in a long time. Oh my goodness. It was, it was just, so good. It was fascinating. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was so good. Just to see like the different personalities. Or like and, the, the contrast between a Terry Saban who has been in this thing for a while. Yes. And and then Brett Bielema's wife. Who was, yes. Who, who Jen. Was Jen. Yes. Thank mm-hmm. you. Jen Bielema. Uh-huh. Who, was, who was just a two-year coach's wife. Yes. Kind of finding her way a little bit, I feel like. Yes. It was fascinating. Yes. And then yeah. and then to see, like, um, I, I don't know, like, like Megan Mullen, how she mamas those boys, which that's been her thing ever since they got there. And then, like, um, Mark Rick's wife. Like, and listen, um, is it, what's, what's, what's Les Miles? Kathy Miles. Oh, my Kathy. goodness. Oh. I love her. I Let's- love her. Kathy Miles, she makes me so happy. The Miles family, I think that they may be more than anybody. They're so dang normal. normal. Like, I, know. I don't know what I thought, but like when they were all like laying on that big leather sectional watching TV. Yes. And just, I was like, oh, they're just such a happy little family. Sweet family. And, and, just... and Les Miles, it should not come as any surprise to me that it's like, you can tell he really leaves his job at the office. Yes. Well, there was one minute on like a preview or like a coming up on on. SEC wives or whatever. And it was him coming in the back door saying something like, honey, I'm home or something. He was kind of, I don't know. He was yeah, playing he was up. Bringing food. Yeah. I, I mean, I just, I got, I got so tickled, but then like for her, for Kathy miles and her daughter, like them at that Catholic high school football game. And you know, she's talking about the angles and the blocks. And I just, I just fell in love with them. Yes. Me too. Me too. I love them. I love Terry Saban. Yes. Uh, I thought she, because she was so, and listen, Mark Rick's wife, 
Good for her, because you know what I wouldn't be doing? Making everybody their power right. I know, but I love that she did. I also yeah. loved, okay, so this is the kind of stuff that fascinates me. I also love that the the one, I think it was the second one, where she and her daughter-in-law were taking lunch to them at the football yes. complex. Mm-hmm. She was making sandwiches. She yeah. had her some Archer Farms turkey. I like, <laughs> you know, like, she didn't even have the deli turkey. She had, like, the Archer Farms turkey that you pull off of, like, that kind of stuff. I'm just uh-huh. like, she had some Publix mustard. Like, yeah. I, I like knowing that kind of stuff. Like, mm-hmm. where do we land on, on brand foods versus generic foods? Yeah. Football yeah. coaches. I like that. That That's the kind of stuff that interests me. Yeah. She's what, okay with some Archer Farms. Yeah. What what brands do you like? Do you, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, because there yep. was a point where the Miles were drinking some kind of ginger ale or something that was not a normal brand. I love that you noticed that. Okay. Oh, yeah. Because I was like, well, they're not, they're not even drinking Schweppes. Like, they're drinking. Yeah. I I'll mean, it wasn't it. like, it wasn't Dr. Thunder or anything, yeah. but it was, but it was something, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, let's just, how about let's have an episode where every coach's wife opens her pantry. That, oh. I'd watch that all day long. Uh-huh. You know, I'm going to go ahead and say, you know, I don't think Jen Belima's got anything in her pantry. I don't think she does either. I no. think, well, she may have some coffee or something in her yeah, pantry. They may have coffee, but mm-hmm. that, I don't think, she might have like some, I don't know. Some maybe, protein powder for their. Yeah, something mm-hmm. like that. But that, maybe, maybe a carrot or two. Yeah. I don't know, maybe some fruit, but that's it. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't think she cooks. So I would like, that's where I would like for this thing to go. Let's have. Yeah. Let's have an hour-long special on the pantries of the SEC wives. Yes. And yes. then let's have an hour-long special on, let's look, like let's, let's watch them, let's see their daily routine. And then let's do another one where we see, like, where they like to shop. Yes. I was going to say, I would like to know, how do you decide what you're going to wear? Because, like, I mean, Hugh Freeze's wife, she's all in with her with her rebel gear. Yeah, I with mean, her hats. Her, like, she's dressed like every other mama in carpool line. Yeah. Yeah, she but she had her bedazzled hats and her bedazzled shirts and her fedora with the red and white band and, you know, the whole thing. But then I'm like, Terry Sabin, now she's shopping at Talbot's. Yes, she is. Or uh-huh. or she may be. She Chico's. May be, uh, yeah, Chico's, Belk. Mm-hmm. These are the things I need to know. Like, yeah. they, 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 like, I even, I stopped it one day. David walked in when I was watching it. And I was like, okay, so Megan Mullen drives a Toyota. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but that's the, down to earth. This is who we, but this is who we are at Mississippi State. We are toy, we are Toyota drivers. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so like all that kind of stuff. I'm just fascinated by it because I don't know why I care, but I, but yeah. it interests me. Yeah, Kathy Miles. I bet if it doesn't come from Academy, she doesn't care about owning it. I, I know. Thank you. You know, yes. she's in her athletic stuff. She goes for a run before the game to get rid of some yes. nervous energy. Like I just. I know. I really, I, I found that the whole thing fascinating. She's just as down to earth and just as, just not an ounce of pretension and just seemed like the sweetest mama. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I was crazy about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I did have to appreciate that Christy Malzahn, because I think maybe if I were a coach's wife, and I know it's not like on TV, they really show the coach's wives that often or ever really. But I think my reactions, just as an average fan whose husband isn't coaching the team, can be so absurd and over the top that I think I appreciate that she has to just watch a game in private with a oh, security guard in the room with her. Absolutely. I mm-hmm. mean, mm-hmm. I would, she doesn't trust herself to be out in the stands. Listen, I, I so get it. Mm-hmm. I so mm-hmm. get it. Like, I, yeah. I, I, I just applaud her for that. Like, mm-hmm. you get mm-hmm. in there where you can scream and holler and, and mm-hmm. yeah, and have your real reactions and be mad and say what you need to say. Because, you know, I've always said I can't watch like a real Aggie football game. Now I could for the rest of the season, but up to this point, I can't watch them 
I can't watch them as like a normal person or with people who I feel like might judge me. Well, you know, with that first, that first dot mom, when after it was over and we went back to the hotel room and the Aggies were on, that was the mm-hmm. first time I'd seen you watch a game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I just like within honest again, it's like 30 to 45 seconds. I was like, Oh, we are kind of the same person. Yeah. <laughs> like, like if, if somebody came in here and tried to joke around, I knew like if somebody came in and tried to joke around with you about that game, you wouldn't think it was funny. No. Mm-mm. You know, and I'm exactly the same. Like, don't come in and try to joke around with me about my team. Like, no. no. Well, Gully and I, when we were at the Ole Miss game two weeks ago and we were losing so bad and, and we were, there were, there was a family sitting in front of us and it was two little girls who were probably about Caroline's age. They were probably like 10 or 11 and they were sitting in front of us and Gully kept screaming, that doesn't work. That play never works. And they kept, those little girls kept kind of turning around and Gully whispered to me, she goes, I'm going to need them to quit turning around. She said, if they can't handle it, they need to leave the stadium. And I thought, that's about where we are. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, mm-hmm. that's us. This is why we have to watch at her house with only her husband and my husband there because nobody else really wants to see us during an Aggie football game. Listen, it's serious business. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, cause we listen, it was, and I mean, and then, and I laughed cause then I had her mom on the other side of me going, you need to move the ball this way <laughs> down the field. I was like, oh. it feels like, and that's, that's what I noticed yesterday on Twitter while the Aggies were playing is how many people were like, I've just turned off the TV mm-hmm. to go enjoy a beautiful day with my <laughs> It was like everybody just knew, you know what, I've hit my limit. I've hit my limit of what I can bear. So all that said, Christy Malzahn, I was like, I appreciate that she has to watch in a room by herself. Oh, I do too. I absolutely do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that feels right to me. That feels right and appropriate to me. I was trying to think think if I had a favorite, if I had one favorite thing. I think my favorite thing from the whole series was when the Miles family, when they were sitting on their couch and the Guthrie's commercial came on and Les Miles is going, oh, no. Yes. Oh, oh, no. Oh. Oh, dear. <laughs> like, <laughs> that made me so oh. happy. Yes, I agree. I thought it was really good. I think one of my favorites, just because, you know, sometimes I love watching an awkward moment. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I am just going to say, and maybe maybe she does. I don't believe that Jen Belima really drives Brett into work on Friday. No, no, I, I don't, don't believe. I don't, regular, I don't believe she does either. I don't believe that that's a regular occurrence because it felt so. Because she said, she real. said, I bet, I bet you can get a lot of work done now, huh? And I thought, see, if y'all have had that drive before, that's already been well established. Like, yes, you're that's gonna... why he goes in at four thirty in the morning because oh. he gets a lot of work done. It reminded me very much of Best in Show of like we can talk or not, not talk. talk. Yes, you know, yes, we both like soup. Yeah, I thought no. No, I don't believe. I do believe that Mark Rick's wife makes the power aid. I absolutely do. Yeah. Oh, it's fascinating. It is. It's fascinating. It I, is. I just, um, but yeah, I was the same with you about Jim, uh, about um, Jim B. Lima. Like, I was like, no, I don't, I don't believe y'all have made this trip before. It's sweet that you got up. It's kind of like how you used to go hunting with Perry. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's sweet that you made the effort and you got up and you're getting this on camera and everything. But, but I have a feeling that on most Fridays you are in fact sleeping in. Yes, yes. You were not putting on your suey pig capri yoga pants to go out and go ride with him to work. I don't believe that. Now, I will say, as far as their team goes, I feel like Arkansas is is prime for a breakthrough. I feel like, and I hope it's not against the Bulldogs, but they're going to win one here soon. They're going to get one here soon. 
I think they are too. I think they're, see, because I, here's the thing with Arkansas, which now you're going to take me back to a bad place, but I see fight in them. They're yeah. one have a breakthrough. Yeah. That team believes in where they're going and what yeah. they're doing. They, they do. have fight. They, they do, do have fight in them. I agree. Mm-hmm. And so that, I can deal with fight. I can deal with losing when there's fight. It's the lack of fight. Yeah. That, it's just, they've got to figure out how to win. They've got to figure <clears throat> yeah. out, they've got to know that they can win. Yeah. But I think once they do, I think, woe to the SEC West. Because I, I think at that point, it's just all going to be, I don't know, it's going to be bad for all of us. I agree. So, um, it'll be interesting to see that, but you think now, because I mean, there's still so much, I mean, you know, not that I am going to enjoy it because I don't, (laughs) I'm going to pretend that football doesn't exist anymore, Mm -hmm. but I mean, there's a lot of good football left to be played. I mean, like it's, it's, there's a lot of high stakes because you look at the top five right now and you think all those teams have to play some version of each other for Mm -hmm. it's all said and done. Yeah, we've still got Alabama and Ole Miss, but I'm telling you, Kentucky is no joke to me. No, mm -mm. they're they're a team that's due for a breakout. We got to play Arkansas. I mean, I you know, I mean, we got we got some tough games stretched out in front of us right now. Yeah, we do have. I feel confident. I feel like this week, I feel like we can beat the bye week that we have. Sure, that's good. I think we're gonna have a solid victory this Mm -hmm. weekend over our bye week. That's good. Um. And then after that, I, I feel like all bets are off for us. But that's that's okay. We're going to regroup. We're going to regroup. We're going to rebuild. In the meantime, our Aggie women's soccer program is doing beautifully. Well, you just pour you pour everything you have into them. All my heart and soul is with the Aggie women's soccer right now. <laughs> that's right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And everybody knows that women's soccer is the money-making sport. Right. It's really the one that supports it's all the keeping, It's keeping all that, that whole athletic department yeah. afloat. Keeping those lights turned on in that barbershop <laughs> with the football team. That's what I would do. To me, if I were someone, I would say, this barbershop is closed, ladies. <laughs> and I would let that soccer team go in there and get their hair done this week. That's what I'd do. <laughs> so, I did see pictures of the barbershop. I can't remember what where I saw the pictures of the new stadium. I mean, of the inside of the new stadium. I, I don't know where that was, but I thought, oh my, that is, it's fancy. That is fancy. Mm-hmm. It is. It is some kind of fancy. They got that barbershop in there. So, but I would I would say that that barbershop is closed. <laughs> what I would like to see is a return back to the Junction Boys going on. I'd like to see mm-hmm. some real hits and some real football. Get, get Gene Stallings in there. That's what we need. We need Gene Stallings. We mm-hmm. need a little bit of, little bit of fire. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, oh, did, did you hear my back door slam? I did. did somebody, that was not my back on my chair. <laughs> did somebody come in? No, Caroline is getting everything set up. She's got her girls coming over for Bible study in the okay. next ten minutes. So she's getting. They're going to meet in the backyard. So she's getting the backyard all set up. <laughs> Uh, yes, she is. Yes, yes, she is. And today, sometimes I bake cookies or whatever, but today we have a whole bunch of Halloween candy. So I said, oh, I thought we delightful. Candy is snack today. So I'm going to get them all hyped up on candy and Dr. Pepper and then send them home. Is Caroline going to dress up this year? Has she decided? <laughs> she is. Yeah, she is. Is Alex? He is going to be Dak Prescott. Because oh, I'm so happy. Well, is but, he going to wear a bow tie or is he going to wear a football uniform? No, he's going to wear because he's got a 15. You know what? You know I searched high and low last Christmas to get him a 15 jersey. Yes, well and done. so he's but his practice pants for football are white. So he's really got he has everything that that he needs. And so hold on, hold I'm on. all set. Uh, oh, he just said I'm all set. I didn't know what okay. he, I thought he said ball set. I didn't know. Okay. What, I didn't know what. Um, but anyway, so he's got his white practice pants. He's got his jersey. He's got his shoulder okay. pads and that whole. Thing. So he's he's good to go. 
Oh, perfect. Okay. Well, she is going to be a, a, a vampire is what we're going to be this year. Gotcha. So we went and bought fangs at Party City. She's, in fact, right now she's looking at me. She's holding her minion that she won at the rodeo two years ago that's a vampire minion. Mm. Oh, that would be a uh, good costume. I know. So that she, she, we bought some fangs at Party City this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's worn them a lot. So, in oh, fact, Sherry. Barry said, I guess last night I might have been a little upset about the Aggies losing because Caroline had those fangs in her mouth. And I said, I'm going to tell you something about those fangs. If you wear those out before Halloween, I'm not buying you anymore. I'm not going to Party City and I'm not buying you any more fangs. And I walked in the kitchen and Perry kind of looked at me and said, you're being kind of harsh about the fangs. Well, I will tell you, I knew you were in a dark place when I texted you and told you I had ordered that body butter. And you said, oh, good. Oh, good. Good for you. I hope your skin feels great. Because my Aggies do not. <laughs> I got so tickled. I thought, oh, this is going to be a hard one to throw off. Like, he did. I had some, Perry said I had some misdirected anger when I got so upset about the fangs that I wasn't going to reply uh, for hours. Uh, yeah. You know, when you start, when you start standing your ground on items that have cost upwards of 75 cents, yes. it's not really about that particular item. No. It's, it's really, it's a bigger something going he on. He looks at me, he goes, are we on a stricter budget than I knew that we can't replace those fangs? Oh, golly. Oh. So, anyway, see the difference 24 hours can make. I'm, I'm laughing about well, it. Now. now that you've washed your hands of Aggie football, yes. it's just it's a new day. I'm done. What is this football that you speak? Oh, goodness. Uh, okay, well, I know y'all need to get ready for. I know. We're going to. I know we're going to get everything ready. Well, um, all right. Well, you're going to be so tickled when you hear this podcast and you hear your shirt on that on that chair. Like it's, <laughs> you're going to be real tickled because there's part of you that thinks I'm making it up, but you're going to be so tickled when you hear it. Like it's. I don't think you're making it up. It's, but I think I'll probably be sad that I was too lazy to get up and move. But it just felt like a lot of work to have to replug in my computer. You're going to be real tickled. It's going. It's going to bring you some joy. Well, at least everybody knows what it is. I, just, I know. As long as, listen, I, that was my thing. As long as we know it's not sandpaper or something. Yeah, I wasn't filing my nails. I was talking. <laughs> oh, so, golly. Okay. Oh, well, y'all have all fun right. at Bible study. All right. I'll talk to you later. All right. Bye, okay, everybody. Bye, everybody.